1: the frustration for me sometimes with healing is there's more to it than I had anticipated that needs to be taken care of.
2: 100% doesn't look the same each day. Mm. You know, if you've only got 10% in the tank and you burn that 10%, you've given 100%.
1: Sometimes in our pursuit. To break generational curses, we end up breaking ourselves even Mm, more in the process.
2: Hello and welcome to the Two My Sisters podcast. I'm Courtney. And I'm Renee. And we are your online sisters and hosts of the Two My Sisters podcast. We are all about promoting the wellness, growth and development of a community of sisters all around the world.
1: And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the reality of healing. (sighs) Generational trauma, (sighs) overcoming fear, cyclical problems. problem, problem, Problem. so... It's gonna be a lot today, so <laughs> we hope that you have your hot beverage or cold beverage, whichever you prefer, that With gives me. you some kind of comfort yeah. during such times. <laughs> um, and we're gonna get it right into the thick of it. But before we do, we definitely have some housekeeping yes, announcements. We do. First of all, by God's grace, you'll be able to see our faces oh, if you're watching yeah, yeah, on yeah. YouTube. <laughs> hey, Yay. sisters, we're back. Hello,
2: yeah. so to clarify because some (laughs) of you didn't see the post the comments and stuff and we've received a few wild comments right haters really not haters but like a few wild comments we understand you guys love the podcast we love the podcast what happened before we went to South Africa was because we knew we were gonna be away we were like we the girlies need content so let's bulk film our content right so what we did was bulk film about five six episodes which you guys have been seeing whilst we've been gone and yeah. if you listen back to the episode you can constantly hear us saying guys this is like recorded well in advance uh, we haven't even got south <laughs> Sign africa posting, yet signposting, signposting. Yeah, yeah. but because we were recording in bulk we weren't checking all the footage in between because we didn't need to yeah Only for me to go and start editing all of these episodes ahead of our departure to South Africa and find that most of the clips that we have recorded have been corrupted. So I can't even edit them, like import them to edit Mm. them because there's glitches, there are missing... frames all of this stuff and so it just meant that all we had was the audio at this point it's just a few days before we go to South Africa now guys before you come at us we work outside of this podcast so there was no opportunity for us to be and also we're about to travel we've got to prepare for this retreat all of that stuff So there was no opportunity for us to sit down and say, you know what we're going to do three days before we travel? Spend about 12 hours re-recording all of this footage. And so we had to make the executive decision to just at least put out the audio. Now, as you know, this is a podcast right (laughs) and it's not primarily a video podcast i know the girlies on youtube you guys love us and thank you so much for all of the support the majority of the podcast listens actually come from audio streaming platforms and so unfortunately i was just like you know let's just put the audio on youtube let's put out something so that you guys can listen to us especially because youtube is your native platform if you listen to us on youtube and the response you guys were so um supportive like the majority of you were really supportive and really understanding when we put in the description and in some of the comments that we were having a tech issue sorry that we gave you late notice again we were in South Africa all of these episodes were just pre-scheduled and we were out in South Africa outside we We weren't in 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 our hotel just vibing we were outside and so yes we did notify you a bit late and so I guess some of you saw that there weren't video visuals and thought is this a new format? No. This is not a new for- This was a critical error. This, was- <laughs> this was a May critical day, error. Day. And it wasn't our fault. Tech tech is tough man and like honestly from a more vulnerable standpoint as you guys saw for this season season five we set up a new camera setup yeah. right so we had three different angles so many of you loved it so many of us so many of you were applauding us for upping our production quality but in full transparency we don't have any production assistance yeah. right the people behind the camera are the people you're seeing sitting in front of the camera i literally have this ipad if you ever see me looking down on an episode i'm looking at this. big facts big facts but our long having this ipad we also had two phones and two, <laughs> two laptops, laptops recording two different audio guys it was a crazy crazy setup yeah, and one thing yeah. you can't see um is if a file is like being recorded incorrectly it's only when you go to review what's on the sd card so i did not notice that there was anything wrong yeah, there's no way yeah. i can notice while we're recording that there is anything wrong with the footage we're recording and so my faith was in the tech but honestly it's very overwhelming managing all of this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm and all the screens and then also trying to host a conversation so please all we ask for is grace Mm -hmm. I know a lot of you love seeing our face you love seeing our reaction we love being here we love being here we love producing the video and the social clips. this was as inconvenient for us as it probably was for a lot of you but please have grace that we're just two girls trying to figure this thing out Um, but we appreciate your patience the videos are back the other two angles are not here at the moment whilst we still sort out the issues with the SD cards and the camera setup we're going to be invested in production assistance because at this point it's necessary yeah it's giving you um, jail time but yeah <clears> thank <throat> you for your patience and just wanted to clear all of that up no visuals is not a new format yeah, it not, was man. a mistake like it it was an error on the text part which is actually what frustrates me most And like mm. that's actually one of my biggest pet peeves mm. when tech does not cooperate yeah, with you. because I that's what you're here for it. and it's so freaking expensive for you to Give out on me. It's like when the Wi-Fi in our building stops. I'm like, we're (laughs) (laughs) We're playing too much. I could actually punch the air. Like, I could actually punch the air. punch the connection. Just just strangle the waves. (laughs) Strangle the waves. It really, really (laughs) is annoying. So, like, please believe me when I say this was more, like probably more so frustrating for us for me than it was anything because I felt like I had failed like I'm trying to manage this production I am a content creator by profession and then to see all of that and know that that meant for two three weeks there weren't going to be visuals I was pissed it meant that there was no YouTube shorts there were no TikToks there were no IG I was upset I understand that but
1: give us some grace. Give us grace. And grace. I think it's also important that we love you guys we dearly. We, with everything in us, we love the sisterhood, the community, all of that jazz. And we're very receptive to feedback. Yeah, we are. However, we are receptive to feedback that is kind. Yeah. We're sensitive people, we're you know. So, uh, can you imagine? We just <laughs> open up. Okay, so the comments were mostly nice. There yeah, were quite mostly, a lot of absolutely. Folks that especially even commented on our like notice saying, hey guys, you know, we love what you're doing. This is what we'd love to see yeah. from you. There are some of you, uh uh-uh. <laughs> can you be nice it was a bit extreme we're guys. going through a lot and <laughs> as your sisters that are yeah. trying to do this work not just you know in front of the camera but behind the camera there was a lot of things that we were managing to be super Sweet. transparent we, we had a live show a whole live show coming up in South Africa we were <gasps> also showing up for the incredible girls on the South Africa retreat we wanted to make sure that we were still showing up for our sisters across the globe yeah. so and this was our real life yeah and our, real, <laughs> our life. real life as Courtney mentioned <laughs> look this podcast as much as we adore it and you know we love content creation we love creating community we are getting to a place where we'll be able to dedicate our full time to it until then we need the grace so as we are building the only thing that we ask is actual kindness and love and prayers and all that jazz like it's actually super important to us so we don't want to be discouraged because if the sisters are discouraged y'all ain't getting nothing from us (laughs) you ain't you ain't you ain't yeah. getting nothing. um So we'd appreciate when you do share feedback. Just be kind, yeah. and just in general, when you are on the internet and sharing any kind of thoughts, really think about how it makes other people feel, yeah. um, and remember that they're human beings. We yeah. are human beings at the end of the day. Yeah. So. And
2: thank you, and shout out to everyone who used it as an opportunity to also just be like, guys, we really appreciate all the content you've put out already. Yeah. We understand that this is just a down season, and you'll be back. You'll Girls be back. And so, um, yeah, just thank you so much. Thank you for the affirmation, and the encouragement i think what you said about not being discouraged is actually really important yeah. and this isn't us like oh woe is us everyone is yeah, against. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely not what we have built is beautiful the last few weeks are testament to that yeah. it's just a reminder that we are a community and we are all trying to do this together and so you guys's encouragement actually really goes a long way to keep us Necessary. on the ball especially when things get this tiring um but not to be like oh you know we were traveling the world and we're so exhausted oh, oh world, yeah. the life oh, world of celebrities oh. let me tell you yeah the next housekeeping,
1: <laughs> the sisters from south africa no 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 i don't know if maybe we need to dedicate a whole episode <sighs> a whole to episode. them or something lessons from essay tms hot takes we'll dive deep into it as much as we can but south african sisters Jeez. you guys stood up the love that we have for you nah Different, different. Ah, From top to bottom.
2: When we entered that airport. As soon as we got into that country. It felt like a rejuvenation. Apart from Air France. Oh, Air France. Count your days. Why did my suitcase get broken in so many ways no nah, it was actually yeah it was beaten Flocked. somebody was throwing that thing around <laughs> purposefully
1: <laughs> it's that, like they knew it was mine guys we got off that plane we went to go collect our I baggage On where I said, are, are my, I my wheels I Said courtney are you good i was hearing skira, skira. i said, I said really, where are my suitcases <laughs> what is that noise <laughs> <laughs> courtney looked at me she suitcase? said the wheels are missing. <laughs> the wheels on the bus that, are not going round. I'm not going
2: round. <laughs> but that was an Air France issue. Nah, As for man. South Africa. Speaking of France, guys, Ooh. hold on. Oh hold my on. god. Go on. <laughs> <Hold on. laughs>
1: story time guys guys okay story time. maybe it was just the entry too. that's how you know that the enemy knew that we were coming to a place of wonder for real for, for real because he was doing everything in his capacity <laughs> to frustrate to frustrate us. hell out of us so we took a flight from you know london to paris and then paris to johannesburg yeah. france french sisters i know listen i know that this is not a representation of you of you it's not but the security in your country are rude
2: they are protecting the jewels of fun, the country fun. in that airport
1: i had look listen i ain't feeling <laughs> anybody no 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 look i'm not feeling anybody i'm wearing a wig okay i'm not feeling anyone you know this is not my hair you've seen my hair texture yeah it's, it's, it's glorious foresee okay yeah glorious, <laughs> i wore a wig thinking that this would not cause any kind of altercations nope. problems all that kind of jazz so i'm going through you know um french security yeah and all is well, all that jazz. I fling my things. They said, oh, you know, laptop out of the know, <laughs> Laptop, laptop you out of the bag,
2: Laptop,
1: yeah, phones, tech, all that jazz. So I put all my things, my belongings. Yeah. I'm going, I'm going. I enter through, you know, the security and whatnot. It's beep, beep, beep. And then my good sister is like, so... Like, what you got? I said, there's, there's clearly, nothing, just you asked me. me for all of my things. <laughs> she said, oh, do you, what do you have up there? I said, She said,
2: like, can you lift up your wigs? Ma'am. So bear in mind, I've already gone through security. <laughs> Everything's cool. I've already had my little riffraff situations with people, like, giving me attitude. I said, it's all right. I just want to get to my place. So I've gone through. And I look back and I'm like, where's Renee? <laughs> and I'm looking, as soon as I look at Renee, all I said, she was wearing a headband wig. All I see is her lifted the headband off her wig. I said, that's outrageous. <laughs> What's good? I've and never let me seen tell that yourself, before.
1: I blended nothing and underneath And
2: then there. Renee turns around and you know when they're like <laughs> patting your body and this lady who's very small actually. My, she's like she, half my height. She's now reaching up like this. And, okay, sorry, can you turn around so I can demonstrate it? Why am I, this is why you guys needed visuals back in it. Why am I seeing her doing this? <laughs> I said, what kind of security What Do you what I shit? mean? What have you guys, I is said, the terrorism that bad? Me, do you want me to undo my
1: cameras? <laughs> No, it was when I say I have never felt violated before when I've gone through security. How are you? This was the first time like that. This was the first time I said, it's "You are black." is this? It's I went this through so that security process. No. it said, "You are a black citizen." I don't care where real. you're from. Jesus. You're
2: black. I don't care where you're coming from. <laughs> said, I don't care what. you've been through.
1: I don't facts, care I, what you've been through. I don't care what. In <laughs> fact, I care where you're going because you're going to the <laughs> land of the blacks. <laughs> and the oh. way she patted my. Nah, Renee was
2: serious it was serious that Violation. was giving hate crime
1: fam and even on the way back yeah you know like how you can get like duty free like um drinks and whatnot so I said, I wanted to bring like grape tizer. Yeah. So for those of you that know about like apple tizer and stuff, we don't have grape tizer we in don't. the UK, but we yeah. had it in South Africa. I wanted to bring back some grape tizer because I love me a good grape juice, yeah. sparkling grape, you know, all that jazz. I went to go and purchase it and the lady gave it to me in a regular carrier bag. I said, I'm going to France. I've already been there. I need there. you <laughs> to give me a duty free bag and seal this thing because I tell you, these people are not going to play if I come <sighs> and say, ah, and, even if it's a transit, she looked at me funny. and She said, oh, okay, you know, I'll acquiesce. So she puts it in a duty-free bag with the receipts, all that kind of stuff, seals it. I get to France. Courtney is again standing <laughs> on the other side waiting for me. They're like, oh, so what is this? I said, it's great. It's it's <laughs> the receipt is in the middle. I said, it's great, ties. And she's like, oh, do you mind if I, you know, check it? I said, you know, do your thing. I anticipated this they nonsense from you. This can. babe ripped this bag. She took a pen to open this bag. <laughs> They checked
2: each and every can can, and they put it in this little literally at Paris heel. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe listen to this episode. I don't know what you've been through and I don't know what in the Islamophobia terrorist fear mongering is going on. But you guys are doing entirely too much for people who are transiting through an airport. We haven't even stepped outside. We haven't left. We haven't left the airport. We haven't left the airport.
1: Air France. Change your ways. You cannot sponsor this, uh, this podcast just <laughs> if yet. If you do not
2: change, if your, change ways. your ways, <laughs> sorry. So that was the transit there. But as soon Nonsense. as we got to South Africa, guys, fantastic! The love, the favor, glory to God. The sun. The this food. is one of the most beautiful countries I've ever set my foot in. We want to come back.
1: The food was good. Oh, we want to come back. God,
2: Asa, bring us back.
1: The love. The oh love. Oh my gosh, guys! I kept on saying, I was like, I felt like a guest pastor at yeah. the DMS live show. Yeah. The love, oh my gosh. We have sisters in South Africa. You guys stood oh. up. Oh.
2: So before we even get into the live show, shout out to the girls that came with us to the SA retreat. If you're new to the TMS community, Man. every year we do an international retreat mm-hmm. with some of our listeners and we do like travel experiences. Yeah. And South Africa, firstly, shout out to Sorted Edwina and Vedette on the our Sorted team who came on this trip mm-hmm. with us. Mm-hmm. God bless you both our because bosses. you did such an amazing Job. The itinerary was fantastic from wine tasting to a safari. Guys, we saw giraffes. Ah, giraffes our, lions. It came into our thingy. Lions. It came into our um, truck. We saw lions, we saw hyenas which hey. stink. Oh so my bad. god, what an offensive scent. <laughs> that is an odor.
1: <laughs>
2: Those things. And when they were like, oh, you can get close. The, these you can't guarantee. You can't convince me these things are not carrying disease. <laughs>
1: they have rabies. It's when they were rolling around in their own,
2: own cells,
1: anyway. <laughs> oh. Y'all definitely so. not the of the jungle <laughs> at
2: all. So, anyways, um, safari, mm. just fourteen course it's dinners. Fabulous. It was fabulous. Fabulous. Um, but shout out to the girls that came from. All over the world, like the States, the UK, Guadeloupe. Miss Guadeloupe, Guadeloupe, Miss Sarah from Paris, Netherlands, like you guys did your big one. Like god actually bless you god actually we had bless you. we had a time and we i think
1: did. every time we go on these international experiences we really remember wow we have sisters For real. but also the intentional sisterhood building like from mm. the journal corners to the actual experiences just spending time and hanging out with women that really resonate with our experiences yeah. or women that have been through x and being able to gist and jive and have fun if you've never been on a TMS Exalted Chalet travel experience and you're part of the sisterhood, I am telling you you're missing out. Yeah.
2: Put it on your bucket list. Honestly, like we're I'm not going to stop you. these things anytime soon. Um, We just will probably only go to countries once. Yeah. So One put it on I your understand. bucket list. And when it aligns for you financially, like it, I think it will be really worth you come in. The women you get to meet, the okay. experiences you get to have, the conversations we get to have. Crazy. So, yeah. Shout out to everyone who actually, tr- it still blows my mind that people trust us enough to travel with us okay. to another place that they've never been to mm-hmm. so um now we're here planning the next one and we'll let you comment down below where do you think we should go because if you guys sleep on the job kenya will snatch us
1: no because no 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 <laughs> Kenya no. will snatch. No, us. biggest man thing because he, oh, he we even put our instagram oh guys <laughs> where do you want to sit nairobi nairobi, nairobi nairobi kenya Those kenyan kenya, girls kenya. learned from the essay girls did. they said the
2: same way essay drew they you came there together. we will pull
1: you here they came together even the oh. South African sisters, y'all have a group chat. So, yes, guys, we did the live do. show. We did oh, the, live show. the live show. Oh, my gosh. The live show was an experience. The level of sisterhood and love that was yeah. in that room, insane, yeah. like genuinely insane. And we thank every single person that purchased the ticket to come. We had the time of All our lives, lives, quite literally. But after the live show, this group of 100 plus women decided we're going to make a group we're chat to a stay group in contact. Chat now.
2: We're in a group chat now. Crazy. And... They were there. People were asking for recommendations for things. Like, it's really a community. Shout out to everybody who came. Thank you for the love, the flowers, the gifts. Awesome. Thank you to Barbara. Ah, Barbara. Barbara. Our Miss new B. little thief, Honestly, Ms. Um, B. For hosting the event so well. Like, ah, things are so nice in that country. You guys really received us. And I think the reason why we want to, like, shout it out is, I think it blew our minds yeah. that from this couch here in South London, not me putting our area out there like they that. They don't
1: know. South London's big.
2: Wherever we are anyway, we've been able to actually build a community of people on the other side of the world Insane. who would actually show up. Insane thank you for showing us what god is doing here um and that room for the essay live show it's actually really good that we're talking about healing today because i think that's the best way to describe the atmosphere Mm. in that room really healing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. really Mm -hmm. really healing
1: boy the things that the sisters are going through
2: what they shared yeah anyway when we do a tms live event near you come like and bring bring your all show up as you are you don't have to be perfect you don't have to have done all the work just show up just show up and man. just yeah it was wonderful it was actually
1: I we know that the cape town girlies are actually still yeah we we're know. working we're working, working, okay? On okay, on we're, working. we're working but shout it. out to the cape town girlies that did show up at the johannesburg show <laughs> shout out to the girls from people flew in from like zambia there was a babe from malawi like be
2: for real what the hell before for i was giving sisterhood global for real sisterhood global honestly thank you all so much hopefully ah oh, life brings us back to that side of the world we again will. Hopefully soon yeah hopefully, hopefully soon very hopefully soon. soon for those
1: of you that are in south africa and support this work in fact the sisters on the continent <laughs> we need you to arise and shine no 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 Avengers of because word on the street is tms africa tour word on the street we want to bring it outside. into the sidewalk for and real. then eventually into the actual house yeah
2: so help us do that yes please yes please and a big 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 shout out to spotify africa yeah because whilst we're out there we had the opportunity to host a masterclass spotify for podcasters Got the a masterclass with two of my sisters happened whilst we were in to um essay and it was just brilliant to sit in a room of like-minded creators and just talk about podcasting and share what is happening here with the sisterhood so yep. Just thank you for the opportunities. This is very, a very surreal part of life. And I hope this all explains why the visuals just, we couldn't stay on top of the work. Um, So yeah, we just ask that you pray you know pray for the future just pray that we continue to experience all of these open doors in new nations um and all of these amazing connections to be able to make things happen send the affirmations send the 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 well wishes send everything everything you got man all the manifestations whatever y'all do do it in a positive way filtered through the blood hallelujah (laughs) (laughs) but honestly like just thank you all so much for the love because ultimately we could not do this without your support. If this was not an active, engaged community, we could not do this without you. So thank you so much thank
1: you thank you sisters and before, i know we have nattered on it seems, we have we have it's been a, like the first half of I, will, I know very quickly just a shout out to all of you guys that purchased our paperback book oh. we are seeing it on social media we are seeing it in person we are literally
2: bamboozled every time someone's like hey can you sign this book i'm like oh you bought it Bruh, we saw it we saw it in a bookshop in south africa like through the airport to Insane. cape town our book was there on shelves not in france though but we definitely saw it <laughs> No, actually somewhere in France, it's just not at the airport.
1: Chad, how are we gonna do TMS in France or TMS we'll that? Go.
2: Ah. <laughs> has to be a niece or something.
1: They're gonna make me if I got my uh, braids, they're gonna make me unravel the braids, be like, what you got in there? <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, shout out to everybody that has supported us yes, with our please. book. We are so elated at the response that we have gotten to this For little book. she real cute. So if she you haven't picked her up already, you ought to
2: you really ought to oh what a brilliant time fantastic shout out to life honestly and truly oh well that's the end of our housekeeping segment of today's episode a bit longer than usual you Deep guys team. already know we've been trying to keep up with the time yeah. so some of you are jumping yeah some of See you have it. even jumped it's right. you should go back and listen to and the th- things th- that god has done th- but also <laughs> sorry
1: do you know how funny <laughs> that is
2: <laughs> but also actually for anyone everyone who's <clears> like <throat> oh this is so long a word of encouragement for you um you gotta make it valuable people come for value a point of uh encouragement for you whatever that idea is that you have right now start it do it even in the most like early stage first iteration that you can like Mm. the lowest barrier to entry do it we started this podcast in a bonnet Like with bonnets on, sorry, in my childhood bedroom, just doing audio only, right? Like we were just banging it out, having fun, trying our best to serve. And now we are here. And yes, it is a product of hard work and effort and blah, blah, blah. But it's also just doing what you've been purposed Mm. to do, doing Mm -hmm. what you've been Mm -hmm. called to do and choosing to take the risk to be obedient it will always pay off in some way always Um, and it may not look like this but oh it might even be grander like our prayer for you is that things that you do and things that you touch excel they take off they prosper and they have impact that literally opens doors and opportunities for you so yeah yeah, be encouraged let this be a, a testimony that actually allows you to focus on what you're called to build and what your visions are For the world and for your life,
1: I love that. And you can't build and get to the end if you don't go from the beginning. So if you skip, go back to the beginning. Absolutely,
2: you will understand why I'm saying that. So
1: this is your episode. Whilst we were away, (laughs) (laughs) whilst we were away, people were still in need. Yeah, absolutely. There was uh, a proliferation, (laughs) if you will, of sisters that were in need. And also, can I like this is the month of
2: love that we're still in boys
1: man stop why are you troubling
2: the sisters still oh stop it we did add one final housekeeping announcement we're what? in new york this weekend <gasps> god damn. we are about to literally just the girls the girls are going to be quickly. so mad i know you're going to be very mad be and upset. this is a quick reminder if you don't follow us on social media, if you don't, if you're not signed up to the mailing list, you're really fumbling. You'll miss out. You're fumbling, really fumbling because by we have a even, sold out event. Yeah, by the time you Oh, and it was free.
1: And it was free of <laughs> charge. Shout out to Avera still. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm sure by the time you listen to this, we had a great time. Sorry, guys. We'll be back though. We lo- listen. There's a special. Oh, it's actually so true. Yeah. We're probably doing the event right now as, as we you're speak. Listening we're to painting this. and sipping.
2: Yeah, paint and sip. WOO! A Paint and pool.
1: But sisters, let us know. Like, what do you want us to do? What kind of events do you want to see in your hometown? Yeah. What kind of exciting bits and pieces? How so can we true. pop up? Yeah, because so it may be a live show. It may be the you know if somebody said live show and weekend retreat. WOO! I said
2: oh. <laughs> that's actually said, a really cool oh, idea that's cool. a little like time that. to just have a break
1: a little spa something yeah. you know talking about all that healing stuff I that you guys that. talk about on the podcast um so we could do something like that that's there's cool. folks that have been you know in our DMs. sorry guys we're coming um you know doing fitness classes together ah, like sisterhood so just sisterly stuff and you know summer is finally on the way yes. past you know spring is a bit slow but we're getting there yeah and we want to make sure that we know What kind of meetups, community events would really speak to you and your community? Where do we need to go? What do you want us to do? Drop it like it's hot in the comments below.
2: But New York, sorry about that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, New York, see you on Sunday. See you on Sunday. Yeah, you're even seeing
1: that as you're speaking. (laughs) 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 Saw you on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) Saw you on Sunday. It was great. We had a great time. We'll be back soon. Had a good time. Amen. Anyways. Moving on, we have a ding ding ding. Dilemma. Hello, Renee and Courtney. What's up? Thank you for creating this amazing space for the sisters. Let's try all this. I have a dilemma about navigating finances in a relationship. Ooh, uh-huh. I like, mm-hmm, I, like mm-hmm. I like, I like. I've been dating my boyfriend for almost a year and we are both hustling African immigrants in the United States. Wonderful. Working in tech. I'm in my hey, early twenties and he is knocking on thirty. we don't like our jobs and we share the same goal of yeah it's going downhill from there isn't it we don't like our jobs and share the same goal of achieving financial freedom yeah the problem is that we have very different views on how to manage money he enjoys spending on luxury items while i like to save more now he's not selfish or irresponsible he picks up the tab on our dates helps his family back home all good there when it comes to marriage he sees it as his role to provide, but he would expect me to chip in to reduce his load. Mm-hmm. I'm not opposed to contributing, but I would hate to be paying bills as small as they might be mm-hmm. while he is out there buying designer clothes and diamond necklaces. Understandable. It feels like because he knows I am making good money too, he can rely on me for certain things and keep on splurging. Meanwhile, I dream about quitting my job and becoming a housewife. Oh, I might be too influenced by the hashtag sprinkle sprinkle content on <laughs> social media to be fair.
0: yeah,
1: Money is a big deal in relationships and I don't want it to cause problems in hours I love him and see myself married to him he is almost everything I want yet I feel resentful when he spends lavishly Mm. i don't see myself working full-time as a mom so i need reassurance that my future husband can hold it down for the family Mm. i brought up the subject to him a couple of times but our conversation seems to be going in circles i'm confused and don't know what to do please help a sister out thank you
2: oh this is a good dilemma yeah it is mate. completely understandable where you are at right now i think with relationships that are trying to progress towards manic marriage the biggest thing at this stage is value alignment yeah what are your values right it's if he's a spender and you're a saver you need to reconcile what's going to work for us right now you need to start thinking about what are our strategies to make our marriage work most marriages which end in divorce are usually led by financial issues mm-hmm. right and it's not financial issues in terms of lack it's financial issues in terms of financial differences and differences in your approach to managing spending saving investing finances yeah. and so this is a very important conversation And I know you said you tried to bring up the conversation before and it keeps going around in circles do not be discouraged because this is a conversation that needs to be had mm. you need to keep bringing it up you need to find like Times where both of you are in the right mindset to really talk about money. And it may not even be in the first conversation just trying to get to a solution. But really just trying to understand each other's money mindset, each other's money goals as well especially him he needs to become aware of what you envision your future to be and what you want mm. and you also need to listen to what he envisions his vision um, his future to be and what he wants and you have to decide and decide whether there is alignment there and if there isn't the question now is the next conversation is how do we get aligned right, right? some of you may need to come i mean either of you may need to compromise he may need to start thinking okay crap if if we're trying to build a future that looks like well firstly what is the future you're trying to build and what does that look like now he has to ask himself if we're trying to build a future that looks like this and I've agreed to that what do I need to do in terms of maybe cutting back on my spending adjusting my spending habits um increasing my savings my income whatever so that we can make that happen and you need to think about the same as well because mm. he may pull you to the middle point where you're like okay maybe instead of being a full-time parent I will or, or, yeah a stay at home mom I will work part-time or maybe he expects me to have some kind of income coming in but he doesn't require me to actually go to work yeah um but if it's like no staunchly I do not want to touch a bill I do not want to make a financial contribution to my household and that's your value that you're not willing to compromise on I'm so sorry to say but you two may not be aligned to build a future together in agreement with Mm, one another mm -hmm. that's a very rocky foundation to build a life on yeah so I would say be open to hear his side be very expressive in the most respectful and productive way of expressing your side and what you want be willing to compromise in a way that doesn't cause you to completely like throw your values and your desires in the bin because if this is what matters to you this is what matters to you Mm -hmm. but as you express, as you compromise, really see if you do get to a solution. One thing I've realized is solution-oriented communication is what allows relationships to actually flourish. And so both of you should be on the same page of, I'm not fighting you. I'm not saying your way is wrong. I'm not saying my way is better. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I will not budge but what is the solution, right? Where do we, how do we get to a place where we both agree and what is our agreement? And really like write things down, get the pen and paper, get the calculator, get everything that allows you to have a plan that you can both hold each other accountable to if that makes sense. Like, you know, you remember when we had this conversation in 2024 yep. and we said that when you know we get married maybe after three years i would quit my job and you would take care of all the household bills well it's been three years it's time yeah so things like that have have a point of reference you can both hold each other accountable to that you both agree on and mm. you're both preparing Mm. that's what i'd say i
1: love that yeah. completely agree and just echoing what you said about the fact that there are so many marriages and so many relationships that are broken up because there's such a misalignment of values yeah but around finances in it particular. feels like the one that's always in red line absolutely the one that is the most important and yet the one that we don't put the most investment into yeah. funnily enough um so i love everything that you said i think What's also very interesting is understanding the root of some of you guys' spending habits. Mm. I think it's very normal for both of your spending habits and both of your, the ways that you look at money to come as a result of your experiences, right? Mm. You mentioned that both of you are well-to-do, you know, african immigrants and we know that when you come from that kind of background it can even result in you know when you do get the money i'm trying to enjoy my life you know i'm trying to spend more money on higher quality things i really see money as an opportunity or rather a conduit for me to enjoy my life at that particular Mm -hmm. level then there's also the perfectly reasonable um manifestation which looks like your way of thinking and that is hey i really want to you know focus on my future i want to make sure that i have some level of financial security before i feel comfortable enough to really think about you know spending or mm-hmm. splurging in that particular way I wouldn't say that one is better than the other again it's just difference and difference in priorities Mm -hmm. difference in you know approach exactly difference in approach difference in you know thinking about money and how money is best used but you Mm -hmm. do need to come to agreement you absolutely do because money is so important within the scope of a relationship and i think what's also good is that you are starting to identify some of the influences Mm -hmm. that you have Mm -hmm. i know you mentioned hashtag sprinkle sprinkle but that is actually an important thing right like do you want to be the traditional woman and understanding what the reality of that looks like? Yeah. Um, and knowing that you actually cannot, you know, have your cake both you ways, it. right? You can't have it and eat it. Um, so if that is, if you do desire a relationship, that actually looks like you being a more traditional, whatever, Are you ready to make those sacrifices in the future when it does come? Because I think it's easy for us when we're in this particular position to think, oh, you know, when the time comes, I'll just give up my job and just, you know, be a housewife. Mm. Is that really what you want? And can you anticipate for that when the season does come? Mm. Is that a conversation that you're prepared to have with your partner as well? Is he prepared to take on the bulk when you know you decide to, you know, have kids or when you decide to step back from work? I think it's really important to also approach a relationship in the different phases that you're anticipating participating yeah. so if you are going to have kids it's like okay what's our plan for when we do have kids mm. what is our plan for this financial freedom that both of us speak about yeah. but we don't have a very um, well articulated plan of what that actually looks like so i definitely agree you guys need to sit down and say these are our goals and maybe even attach very concrete and tangible goals mm. because you mentioned this is the guy that you see yourself married to mm. if this is the guy that you see yourself married to You need a plan.
2: Uh, For real.
1: You need some kind of understanding that both of you have agreed to, whether it's in writing, ideally in writing, (laughs) Um, (laughs) some kind of like notes even as to what it is that you guys find important that you share and what you want to save towards. And then I think also like, understanding for yourself what it is about his spending habits that annoy you right Mm. so there's this whole annoyance around oh you're always spending on designer items is it that you two you want designer items or that you want him to purchase and express the fact that he's a giver towards you because that is a legitimate like need or desire um and i think in tandem with the fact that you know you anticipate being a housewife at Mm. some point i think there is a desire for him to you know take on that role as the provider in more ways than one right it's not just about like covering the bills or anything but also are there ways that he can express his love to you that makes you feel confident in his capabilities to provide Mm. um I think it's also nailing that and understanding what it is about his like spending habits that don't really sing to you that he is the provider that you would anticipate or want within that relationship and then also as you were saying understanding what his expectations are too like does he expect you to continue working whilst you are, you know, having the kids? Does he expect you to go back? Like, Mm -hmm. it's really important to at least start having those conversations rather than just, I know it's been going around in circles and stuff. Um, If you find that you're actually not getting anywhere, this might be a really good time to bring in a third party. Absolutely. If you have any elders or any folks, you know, counseling, that kind of stuff. Sometimes folks that are removed from the situation can give us the most clarity. And I think because you are so into getting married to this guy, sometimes our blinders can be up and we're not able to have those conversations and we're probably less sharp or honest or blunt blunt um than we need to be within the scope of the conversation so definitely think about maybe getting a third party i know we were the first third party but somebody (laughs) that's close to you guys enough um to be able to give you guys that advice and really consider that premarital counseling that is so so important
2: especially given that this is not probably going to be a one and done conversation yeah. so having someone who you can repeatedly like meet up with and be like yo this is how far we've gotten yeah. but we still have a little <laughs> bit of space things to go yeah, things to yeah go
1: but sis we are praying for you um we are wishing you all the absolute best Um, and also praying that irrespective of what happens both of you find whether it's yourselves Mm. um or somebody else but hopefully it's you guys we we pray for a union that is built on solid ground firm foundation across the spheres not just spiritually or emotionally but one that's actually rooted in the solid ground of aligned value systems that's good all the best. All the best. But moving on to the meat and bones. Yeah, the yeah, creme yeah. de la creme. The um man. Do you have to add something? I, you know what I was thinking about? This is how you know South Africa has my heart. I'm sorry. They have this like pudding <laughs> with custard and ice cream. The, the Malva god so good that has my heart so i had that for the first time and i said don't take me back to the uk without this stuff very good dessert. um so yeah that fantastic but moving on to the meat and bones of the conversation which is all around the reality of healing mm. the reality of breaking generational curses the whole overcoming <sighs> trauma all that kind of jazz yeah. um So, yeah, I wanted to talk about this in particular. There's been a whole bunch of forces contributing to this topic. Mm. So I think. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile. We like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. You put it so beautifully when you mentioned obviously the retreat that we had with the south africa sisters um both the ones that are local but also the international folks that came with us on the retreat Mm -hmm. and one of the most challenging parts of their stories was this process of healing yeah right there were so many sisters that divulged their experiences of heartbreak whether it be romantic heartbreak platonic heartbreak or even just the heartbreak of grief when you lose a loved one. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and just this idea of healing. And also, like, super transparently, like, I'm also trying to go through a process of healing right so now. I. And I thought this would be a really great topic of conversation. Because it seems that everybody's oh, either gone through it. Season. It's a season. <laughs> where, you know, the girls are breaking. And yeah. um, transparently, one of my biggest frustrations that I have with healing sometimes is that... I still can feel like healing needs to be a linear trajectory and feeling like you've made significant progress yeah. and then reverting or yeah. feeling like something comes to knock you on the way yeah. or, you know, just that reality that healing is not going yes. to be something that you expect it to be.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. I guess I wanted to start with that, like the actual journey, the reality of healing. Yeah. What does that look like mm. and why does it cause a lot of people such frustration
2: going through it that's a really good question because i think that is the prevailing emotion and reaction to the healing journey it is frustrating and i think it's exactly for what you identified it's not linear there's no direct um correlation between input and output in the way that we tend to expect you know like for example you're a gym girly and the expectation is i'm doing this i can track the progress if all things balance out the macros, the, you know, sets and all of that, this is exactly what my program should result yeah. in this, this much weight loss. And it's, it's sad that healing is not that scientific, mm. right? It's not as scientific as that, should I say. Yeah. So we can do the psychological work, go to therapy and stuff like that. But when it comes to the matters of the heart, our soul, our emotions, yeah. there are just so many different, different um factors that come into play that have brought us up to this point that unraveling all of that doing the mending work for the broken pieces just doesn't look like abc or Mm. one plus one do you get Mm -hmm, what i mean mm -hmm. and that for the human brain which can be very results oriented trying to figure things out trying to have a plan trying to have a, a perfect organization because it's not systemic it can be very frustrating and Mm. we can constantly find ourselves asking why is this not working Mm. but i think what we need to remember is like you said because the healing journey is not linear and because it's not as simple as i'm doing this so i should get this out we should embrace that whilst it is not linear it is still an upward trajectory right whilst it is not Um, very straightforward it is still doable right and it takes a commitment to time but I think that commitment produces in us a huge amount of patience and I think a lot of us are cultivating patience towards everything else Mm. but not towards ourselves Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so we can get frustrated with us right like why are you still triggered by that why are you still crying about that why is this person's still frustrating you or why are you still heartbroken yeah. why haven't you gotten over the grief at this point and it's like because you're a human mm. and as much as you may be extremely self-aware you also don't know everything you're still learning about yourself yeah. right and different things trigger different things yeah. within us right. and just because you handled this situation like that, or, you know, somebody handled their situation like that doesn't mean you will, Mm. right? Doesn't mean you're going to heal the same way. It's like with skin. So like, I um, am quite susceptible to like keloids Mm. and stuff. And my skin is just, my skin would be Mm. sensitive, man. I get a scar and the the same scar, the same injury can happen to someone else. And it just doesn't heal the same Mm. way because my genetic makeup is unique to me. And it's the same with the healing journey. Your journey is unique to you, yeah. and what you've been through has hit you in different ways. And now, your soul's healing is going to be again unique to you. Mm. And so, one, you can't compare how you're healing to somebody else. And that can breed frustration as well. This person was able to get over it. I watched a YouTube video. They said it took them a year. It's been three years for me. I'm still not over it. Why am I behind? Why am I unable Mm. to get over this thing? It's not that you're unable. It just takes more time for Mm. you. And I think when we employ a bit more compassion towards ourselves, we'll be able to embrace that the healing journey is not linear because we are different from other people. Um, And I also think that through the healing journey, we're not only recover we learn so much about ourselves in the process and I think when we rush that process we deny ourselves the actual beauty of learning more about who we are Mm. right learning more about what we need it's like that example about the scarring now I know that there are different products that I need compared to other people now I know that like well, maybe you shouldn't go to this place and do this thing because you're more susceptible to like bruising than other people things like that you learn more about your sensitivities and I think when you go on a healing journey you come face to face with the areas where you are most sensitive Mm -hmm. and for a lot of women who listen to this podcast who are used to being strong the idea of facing your own weaknesses is very scary very very scary but it's actually okay Mm -hmm. like this is the place where you realize you're human and you need care Mm -hmm. and I think that's the last thing I would say face confront your frustration with care yeah right like okay yes I'm frustrated but it doesn't mean I should now berate myself Mm. it doesn't mean that I should now abandon the healing process it just means I now need to show myself more care and it reveals to me that I need to be handled with care and I think with our message of community when you're you're doing the healing journey in community you're reminded that you need people to care for you um and that, I think, helps it to be less frustrated, frustrating when you are surrounded by people who will care for you, yeah. who will have the patience for you, yeah. who will remind you, like, it's okay that you're not over this. I remember at the end of last year, I went, oh, I went through a heartbreak, <laughs> guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh Will, that'll do it <laughs> <laughs> Said, you know when you that'll did take not you over see something it's like getting hit from the side in a car yeah, crash yeah, I did yeah. not no, see stop, this because that is hot oh, that yeah. that's how it felt yeah to me and I was in a similar place of okay now I need to go on a healing journey and I was almost getting upset with myself that I was injured yeah oh Do you get what I mean? I was like, imagine a car coming, hitting you in the side and your first thought is, damn, why wasn't my body invincible? Yeah. You know, and it's like, triggered. Because you're a human being. You're a human being and this thing shouldn't have happened Mm -hmm, to you. mm -hmm. And I think it's us also acknowledging that this is a bad thing that's happened to me. This childhood trauma, this, this betrayal, mm-hmm. this heartbreak, whatever, it's actually something bad that's happened to me and I have been afflicted. Oh. Like we cannot deny that this is painful, right? Yeah. But I think what helped me in that season as I was getting more frustrated with myself for being injured and for taking time to recover mm. was I was talking to people who were constantly reminding me, you don't need to be healed by now. Mm do you get what i mean like i know with healing the re- and the rhetoric around healing online is you need to heal like if you want your perfect life to manifest you need to be healed now man get out of here and it's like it was nice to be surrounded by people who are like it's okay to be broken yeah it's okay to be fragile yeah. it's okay to cry it's okay to be angry it's okay to not be the perfect you know healing journey right now it's okay to be hurt mm. do you know what I mean yeah. and that then kind of reminded me that oh these people care for me and I get to give myself care to have people like you or people around me be like what can I help you with because what you shouldn't do what you should do is give yourself the time to recover and we're going to help you create that time mm. and so then it allowed me to not only whilst I was dealing with the internal frustration at least I wasn't frustrated with the fact that I wasn't being as productive as I could yeah. be you know I was just contending with one dimension frustration which yeah. was wow i'm injured yeah but it was okay i was able to give myself time to heal because mm. other people were giving me that room mm. so yeah confront your frustration with care like you need oh. to care and i think a lot of us need to care for ourselves more mm-hmm. i think the more we sorry i've been talking for a long no, time you're good, you're good. the more we talk f- about healing i'm um, sorry and wellness on this podcast the big thing surrounds take care of yourself yeah. but i think we we do it on the outside but we don't we don't often dwell on how much patience and sacrifice taking care of something takes, mm-hmm. you know, like, especially when it's taking care of yourself, yeah. like, I'm not a mother yet we're not mothers yet but I can imagine when you're given the the responsibility of taking care of someone else I think that reality sets in that Mm. as frustrating as it may be Mm -hmm. you cannot leave that place of being a caregiver but I think for ourselves as soon as we find ourselves frustrated we abandon that role of caregiving towards ourselves And it's like oh that's actually the most important time for you to remember because most times when we act outside of frustration Mm. we do more damage to a broken thing exactly so that's what i would say about dealing with frustration with the non-linear progression of mm. healing how about you absolutely love that triggered high time oh you know, me that too I, I do think that there's this resounding season everyone is in of
1: mm, going in a, through a new phase something of healing going through yeah a new phase of healing yeah. i think that's it right it's it's understanding that the journey is not o- not only linear, but can also be segmented. Yeah. Like there's certain good. things within the healing process that you have to deal with. But then sometimes it can be quite frustrating when you realize, ah, oh, there's another layer to this. So seeing, you know, healing is not just any kind of fruit. It's not just an apple where you bite mm. into it and there's that, you know, fleshly interior. Mm. It's an onion where you bite into it and there's actually layers to yes. it. And that can be so annoying because... You think that you have amassed all of the materials to overcome something only to realize actually there's more to that something that you wanted to overcome. And I think even speaking from a place of personal experience, the frustration for me sometimes with healing is there's more to it than I had anticipated that needs to be taken care of. And understanding that that requires... An investment of time, an investment of caregiving and all of that jazz. And especially when you are a woman, I'm sure a lot of folks can, you know, resonate with this, right? Being a woman that's constantly on the go. You want to build stuff. You want to be a, you know, generational curse breaker. All that (laughs) kind of jazz. You're going to be held together. And it's like all of these like external but now internal pressures want you and we have that rhetoric right of you need to show up as the best version of of yourself and the best version of yourself is always the healed version of yourself in these rhetorics so there's also that internal pressure of i need to make sure that i am held together or else i am delaying my own destiny Yeah, and that is so frustrating especially if you may have been like in a streak of doing everything perfectly Mm. or you've gotten into a routine or you're super productive and then something will come like you were saying a car crash that hits you even from the side you even preparing for the car crash yeah, from the from front or the behind or from the behind but this one came from the side and knocked you sideways yeah. um i think there's also the frustration around the loss of control that mm. an injury can bring right mm. it's not even just a loss of control in the fact that something happened to you yeah. a lot of us experience um traumas that are a result of what has happened to us and that loss of control can feel like such a violation yeah Um, so you know when we lose someone or when something was done to us it feels like almost the universe is like doling out some kind of punishment punishment, um for for no reason so there's that initial loss of control from what has happened to you but then sometimes even within the healing process the loss of control around your healing right so the parameters of your healing why am i not ready yet why am i not over this why am i not pushing forward yet and the realization that whilst up here says you're healed down here says we need more time we need more time we need more time and yeah. that is yeah one for me oh frustrates me so much because my brain will be going 100 miles per hour mile, like come on get it together get it together um and transparently even through some of the conversations we've had having the realization that actually Renee you're not over this mm. and that's okay and it's okay to make that time for yourself mm. I think even time is such a beautiful resource that we don't allocate to ourselves oh, man. we give it our all to, uh, yeah. for anybody that says don't I'm going through it listen ourselves. I think maybe it would be worth thinking of ourselves in the third person like if you know Renee was coming to Renee and saying look you're going through something yeah. I need time you would give it to
2: her absolutely but absolutely. having and
1: keeping that internal pressure and not allowing yourself to yeah. articulate your needs for healing but then also honoring them is literally just a ticking time bomb
2: absolutely
1: ticking time absolutely
2: bomb. and I think it is rooted in us being told that time is so scarce Mm. and that time that we spend on ourselves is almost time wasted, right? Like you need to be doing this. You need to be showing up for work. You need to be working on your business. There's always something else to do, which is external to you and requires you to pour into it. That before you realize that you're empty Mm. and you actually haven't scheduled time to replenish yourself. And this is part in the, in our book, which talks about how everything else is a fruit of you, but it is not what makes you, you make it right. And so That time to pull back into yourself, to make sure that you're repaired is what actually allows all these other things to flourish. And I think it's linked to us thinking the healing process has to look a specific way, yeah. which often involves us showing up and doing the work. It's also active. And we feel like active means activity mm. and all of that and movement and aggressive. And it's no, sometimes activity actually looks like sitting still. Yeah. And that's the active work that you yeah. need to be putting in. And I love that you brought up that rhetoric around being the best version of yourself. Because I think recently, what I've learned as I've been like just reading more into relationships mm-hmm. and platonic relationship building and everything. Wow. Um, I really, sorry, we were talking about marriage counseling earlier and I was yeah. thinking, I actually really want to be a marriage counselor at some I hear point. it. I actually would really like, because I think <laughs> we all need help, Joe. Oh, when it comes to this relationship building thing, it's really not easy. Yeah. But um, one of the things I've learned about the best relationships and the best people is that the best version of ourselves is not the complete version of ourselves, it's mm. the version of us that's trying, mm. right? What makes relationships work, and even our relationship with ourselves, and whether we feel safe yeah. about ourselves and we trust ourselves, is are you trying, right? right? When we think about romantic relationships, it's not that you want to be with a person that's perfect. You want to be with a person who at least puts in the effort to try mm. to become better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that's what we need to remind ourselves about ourselves. Yeah. It's not about showing up as the completely healed version of yourself. It's about putting in the effort. Yeah. And as long as you're putting in the effort, whatever that looks like, whether it's, you know, going to therapy, doing my journey or simply sitting still in a room and allowing yourself to cry that is a person putting in the work and that's enough. That's the best version of yourself, right? And I think it's also recognizing that thing of, 100% 100% doesn't look the same each day. Mm. You know, if you've only got 10% in the tank and you burn that 10%, you've given 100%. Yeah. And as much as you may be frustrated that there's a there's a deficit of 90, you didn't have the 90 to begin with yeah. to even spend. So why are you frustrated? Screaming. You know, so I think we also need to recognize what does 100 look like today? Mm. And do I even need to push myself to do 100 mm-hmm. today? Mm-hmm. Maybe I need mm-hmm. to be okay with doing 70. Yeah. And that's that's actually okay. That's fine. Yeah. Because
1: it's not all roads that you'll be able to do 100 miles per Per hour. hour. In fact, that's illegal in most places. And it's dangerous. It's
2: It's really dangerous. When you're driving by some really sensitive spots, like, you know, there are them roads where if there's a primary school, it tells you, like, you better slow the hell down. You better slow the heck down. You're going (laughs) to hurt somebody. You better be crawling. Do you get what (laughs) I mean? And it's because... There's a level of unpredictability. Yeah. We don't know if a kid's gonna run into the road. Exactly. We don't know if the school gates are open, exactly. right? And so when you're when you're mo- when you're dealing with moving parts and unpredictable parts, proceed with caution mm. and proceed slower, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think it's even that allowing ourselves to slow down because we need to proceed with caution. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it, it's that. complex. It's complex. Healing is complex, man, to say the least. And you know
1: what? I think it's made even more complex by the fact that. The forces, the factors are bigger than ourselves. Absolutely, And that's where this whole generational element comes in. You Let's know, this, talk about it, man. The idea of generational trauma. Yeah. Uh, the things that happen to us that are meted out across <laughs> time and space. And space. Can you see that I wanted to be like a National Geographic You should do presenter? it. Why not? If you guys are listening and you work within, you know, like documentary producing and all that kind of jazz and you want like a narrator, I narrate. i love that for you. Just voice putting voice over. Work. Yeah, voiceover work. I would love to i put that out there. I'm a, I'm a great reader great narrator i can create all sorts of anyways back to the topic NRL. at back to the topic at hand generational trauma trauma. Generational so we've trauma. spoken about this across a couple of podcast episodes with specificity around specific relationships right so yeah. we've spoken about like relationships with our mothers our fathers we've spoken about like re- just relationships in general yeah and one of the toughest things to overcome can mm. sometimes be generational trauma absolutely because of the nature of it right the longevity that is behind generational trauma Mm. the pressure that there is to be somebody that is the period or the full stop to a cycle or a train of bad things happening within you know a family um talk to me a little bit about that right this Mm. whole idea of us wanting to be generational curse curse breakers and standing in the gap and how sometimes in our pursuit to break generational curses, we end up breaking ourselves even Mm, more in the process? Um,
2: I think the way I've seen, I think the way that I view generational curse breaking has changed Mm -hmm. a lot.
1: It's awful worse. How's it? it? I told told you I narrate. How's it? Yeah, how's it? I
2: think the way we see generational curse breaking is often that we're going to do the breaking. Right. But I think what I have come to accept is that the things are already broken Mm. I just have to live like they're broken Mm. you know like I need to start putting the things in place that show I believe that these things have ended with me because we're out here thinking like oh my gosh this is so like taxing because I have to do all of the work and I think this this is definitely anchored in faith for me but I think accepting that no the work's been done Mm -hmm. like I can't I can't change the past. I can't um, automatically change myself. I'm not going to change overnight, but the work's been done. I just now need to work on actively building the life that looks healthier, that looks like the curse is broken. Do you get what I mean? Which looks like learning certain practices to maintain the healing, Mm. right? And so I think, when I think about like ending generational patterns, I think about the amount of, deliverance to use a really hyper religious term but yeah. like the amount of work you have to do to unlearn and relearn mm-hmm. and I think we forget that what we're now doing is journeying out of one thing into something else right. and now we're in the in-between and what happens in the in-between matters one of my favorite books in the bible is exodus mm-hmm. and talking about that well this that journey spans across exodus deuteronomy leviticus all the way to like joshua but like I I love the idea of, okay, you're coming out of one thing. You've identified that there's a problem, like a systemic problem, whether Mm. it be... And it was generational. Like, that slavery was generational, like, 400 years of slavery. You've got generational things you've learned, right? You've gone from being a really amazing pioneering family to now being a nation of people who have been enslaved that's a whole centuries of indoctrination centuries of unhealthy patterns for you and not living in what you were originally called to be now you've been called out of that now you've come to the realization that crap all these things that we've been doing for generation can't work no more this isn't who we're meant to be this is not who I'm meant to be this is not what I want my future to look like Mm. and I've seen actually what my future could look like I've listened to the podcast I've read the books i've seen people live in the life i want to live for myself and for my family crap i need to leave this situation go to that right you don't just open you don't just close that door and the next one opens there's a huge gap and that gap isn't necessarily about finances or external things it's not necessarily about um putting in all these work making the networks it's more so about unlearning what you're coming from Mm. right that's good and I think that's what we see with like, the children of Israel. Mm-hmm. You're walking around this wilderness period or this wilderness space, right? Where you're meant to be healing, where you're meant to be journeying, but you keep walking in circles because you keep getting caught up in old ways and your desire for the old thing, mm. right? And so I think that's what a lot of us have to almost remember that we are resisting when we are breaking generational curses. This desire for the old, this desire for the old way we yeah. used to do things, yeah, right? Yeah. Like this. Is how people used to cope with stress in my family they Mm. ran to drugs they ran to alcohol they ran to pornography or they were really angry I know that my future isn't that but I keep wanting to go back to the old way of doing things because that's the way I know Mm. do you get what I mean and so actually the the healing journey or the journey of breaking generational curses is really about not only Learning something new, but unlearning what we used to go to good. and choosing to leave it behind. Like choosing to recognize that this was not actually healthy yeah. and this isn't what we should be carrying with us to the next place because we can't carry it with us yep. to the next place. Yep. Do you know what I mean? And I looked at certain things like, when they created the golden calf, And it's just like, you you know you're going to worship a specific... <laughs> that was such a, a Do you get what I mean? Moment. It's like, you know you're going... You've got a God with you already, right? But because you can't see him and feel him the way you used to feel the old gods and see the old gods, you're like, let's just create the old thing. How can the old thing get you to the new place? Right. You have to choose to let the old thing go. And as much as it's scary, but it's like, but this thing is different Mm. to everything i've known Mm -hmm. but that thing is freedom and if you want freedom you have to pursue freedom yesterday i was reading i've been reading jackie hill perry's um, devotional devotional. upon waking Mm. and i caught i'm catching up and i'm a a few bits behind but um, i'm on the day where she talks about lot's wife and how the bible tells us to remember lot's wife and i think that's the only um woman that like later on in the bible it tells us to remember like do not forget about do wives don't forget, don't forget that woman not Shut eve up. not you know people who did great things or even worse things it's don't forget this woman who in the pursuit of a new thing when she was coming out of mm-hmm. something, chose to look Looked back to old, yeah. and desire what was j- being left there yeah do you know i mean yeah. like i think we need to remember that in this journey of entering into the lives of that we want for ourselves and mm-hmm. we know we'll be healthy for ourselves. Mm-hmm. The biggest threat is not that this journey will take long, but that you keep looking back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. actually gonna be your biggest problem. It's not the challenges you'll face, it's not this frustration, it's the frustration leading you to look back, right? And to do the old things and fall back into the cycle, mm. repeat the same patterns, yeah. and that's what you're resisting. Mm. So I think it's about now implementing what will help me stop the cycles what will help me stop what i've learned Mm -hmm. and that's where the unlearning and the relearning comes in because you can't just unlearn you have to fill that void with something you know nature abhors a vacuum and if you leave that thing empty and you don't replace it with healthier practices and you're just thing, gonna bro, regress you're just gonna regress no matter how much you've resisted doing the thing you want to stop yeah. if you haven't replaced that time commitment or that um reaction with something else that's healthier and productive you're just gonna go back to what you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. if it's like for example when I used to have like a pornography addiction, I used to find that there were critical times in a day or in a week where I felt super stressed Mm. and that would be my practice. However... When I started to come out of that, it wasn't just about sitting in my bed and now twiddling my thumbs and thinking, God, help me to resist this. Yeah, yeah. It was now about, OK, remove yourself from this situation exactly. and go for a walk. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Replace the old habit with something new, which mm-hmm. is more productive, mm-hmm. but also just completely shifts your behavior. And so those are the things that I used to do. Did they always work? No but But we got somewhere you know we ended up we ended up on the other side of that situation so it was a trying so i would say with generational curse breaking now really think about where are the temptations and when do the temptations arise for you to look back? Mm. Is it when you're feeling stressed? Is mm-hmm. it when you're feeling like this is taking too long? Do you need to cultivate some more patience? Mm. Is it when you're alone? Do you need to now embed yourself in community more often? Yeah. Is it when you talk to that person? Do you need to stop talking to that person? Do you get what I mean? like even think about like healing familial trauma mm-hmm. and healing familial um, wounds? Is it that, for? let me be completely transparent, there are certain family members that I talk to, every time I talk to them, I just feel triggered. Not because they've done something, but there's an area of healing in my own heart, which I'm trying yeah. to overcome. Mm-hmm. And so what I've learned is for a little period of time, I need to stop talking to those people. And that's okay. And it's that's temporary. okay whilst I address what was going on with me. Mm. Not because it was their fault, but there was something I needed to shed. Mm. There was something that I needed to really confront yeah. in order to allow moving forward to be productive yeah um so yeah I would say reframe the way you see generational curse breaking Mm -hmm. realize that the burden isn't just on you as well and that curse has already been broken it's just now for you to act like it yeah because what keeps you what keeps what delays you stepping into what you want is you staying in a cycle yeah even though you've left that that's already been done you've already been delivered that mm-hmm. door is shut your your captives have been killed in the sea it's all gone done. away like the angels. people who imprisoned you are, are gone out of here. and you know where you're going yeah. and it's not actually that far what will take what will turn an 11 day journey into 40 years is you walking in circles
1: That's one of the most outrageous stuff stories in the bible man
2: it's you walking in circles yeah so stop
1: it makes me think of, um, you know, that experiment where they have like fleas or something in mm. like a bucket and then they put the lid on top of the bucket yeah. and they're constantly trying to like jump to f- be free. And then eventually after a period of time, they remove the lid, but they yeah. can only jump as high as the lid yes. was. It is understanding that generational trauma and a lot of the things that we deal with that we're trying to overcome almost acts like that entrapment, the lid, that, it's a, that casing, that it's lid, a limitation. That limitation and understanding that even though we have overcome in many circumstances physically we are for a lot of people that are even you know trying to heal from generational you know curse breaking we're actually out of the situation absolutely but we are
2: still in mental emotional yeah bondage you, you're, by these things literally your injury has healed but you're still walking with the limp still walking with the limp. unlearn that thing
1: and it's t- it, you know what sometimes it can be tough because i think
2: with something like generational trauma
1: the extent to which the roots go Mm. can be surprising to anyone it makes me think of oh again tmi but like you know like tapeworms yeah like when they extract a tapeworm like this thing grew it It was in you and it grew i think the hold that trauma can have on us can be like a tapeworm where the conditions the internal conditions and the fact that a tapeworm is something that lives inside of us these conditions can cultivate an environment where trauma can live in us and grow. And I think if you don't extract it or if you don't chop it off at the root, it's going to keep on growing, festering. It's going to continue to even affect the way that you live, right? Because when a tapeworm grows big, child, you can't be eaten. The way that you're moving is different. Like it just actually affects everything about your physicality. And I think it's that, right? The dedication to uprooting as much as you can in one go is very, very important. Mm. And I love what you were saying around like maintenance, right? I think it's something that even within, you know, religious circles or communities that we don't talk about enough. Mm -mm. We talk of the work of the initial, initial deliverance, right? This whole idea that, you know, you're free now, like go and run wild. Or like when we think of somebody that we have um, freed from prison, initially, it's off the excitement of freedom, but the life on the other side, have we given them what they need? The resources to build a life outside of their prison. And I think, a lot of people, whilst they have been initially freed from their trauma, they don't have the tools or the resources to live a life yes. free, to actually live that life out, right? Yeah. So what does an active life look like, you know, free from generational trauma? It's exactly what you said, living with the knowledge that you are free, that you yeah. have the capabilities to overcome. There you go. And when you find yourself in a con- condition or circumstance that might threaten that cycle to come back, yeah, sometimes it's as simple as running absolutely sometimes it's as simple as running you know in the bible it says to flee yeah that's where you have to to fight that's where the fight is exactly um and i love what you were saying around taking the pressure off of yourself if it took a generation for this trauma to continue, then child, I know you want to be the superhero. Yeah. I know you want to be the superwoman that, you know, broke the chains, yeah. the destroyer. You know, back in like history when yeah. they had all these names for people, right? Like William the Destroyer, Conqueror, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Ah, you want to call it May you know, the Conqueror, Destroyer, all that jazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As wonderful as these terminologies can be, it's an immense amount of pressure. Absolutely. And it means that you subliminally subconsciously start to see yourself as that thing yeah right and then when you disappoint yourself and fall into the cycle it's almost like you fall deeper because the height is so high right yeah yeah. it's like standing at the very top of the mountain come back down a little bit and work up bit by
2: bit because child the fall is high yeah but also when you fall it doesn't necessarily mean you've fallen to the bottom of the mountain. Exactly. Sometimes you've actually just fall, but you realize you're on the floor, but you're still at the top. You're still it's at okay, it. just get back <laughs> up. <laughs> it's exactly. actually okay. You're still at it. It was such a trip. <laughs> it's just a little. You know, you haven't, it hasn't been a grievous a fall. <sighs> um, and I love what you said about that. Like generational, cur- generational curses can be broken over generations. Exactly. Right. And I think I, I literally just realized like, most of the people that left Egypt didn't make it to the promised land, yeah. but it took them at least leaving, yeah. right? Like in order for future generations to get in. And so whilst you may not complete the work, mm. you do need to start it, yeah. right? And it could just be like you choosing to just take the first step of saying, this door is shut. And I may not get it perfect, yeah. but that door is shut. Exactly. Do you get what I exactly. mean? And it's okay because then I can teach my children and I think this is where we we learn to have more compassion for our parents as we get older. But mm. I can teach my children to do better than I do yeah. and better than I did. Not because I want to be a hypocrite, but because all I had the strength to do was to leave. Yes. But I need them to have the wisdom to walk into Absolutely. it. And I won't be going with them. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, our parents are still toxic, yeah. but they don't want us to be toxic. Get, do you get know what I mean? So as much I as it's... Don't is, do as I do don't do as I do, do as I say, sometimes we still need to do that because Mm. then we won't lay hold. We will also be in this liminal place of in between and experiencing parts of the past and the pain of that, but also still desiring the future Mm. if we don't choose to fully step into, but they start the process. We start the process. And so whilst you feel like your entire life has not transformed, maybe take um take joy in the fact that there is wisdom you can still give to generations to come exactly and it may not be your physical children if you if you choose to be child free but like it could be your community your younger siblings the people who you love Mm -hmm. around you
1: absolutely love that yeah it makes me think of the verse in the bible that says a good man or a good person leaves an inheritance for their children's children's children children. and i think sometimes it's not about the finances sometimes it's actually about the actual positive absolutely mindsets and behaviors that they need to sustain themselves absolutely so it's not just overcoming guys it's Mm -hmm. about what you're leaving too yeah and on that note we are leaving you oh I know, I know It feels like this episode has been short Because we had a lot of catch ups And yeah, all sorts of things To just, the house needed a deep clean yeah. You know, sometimes you come from holiday And you know when you've
2: just like Got Left everything in a Empty your suitcase right. and clean the house Left
1: everything in a tip yeah. But um, I think
2: this is actually a really good opportunity To ask you what If we if we should revisit this topic yeah. And exactly what you would like for us to talk about Because I think we're at a stage Where we have hundreds of episodes hundreds, child. There are hundreds. topics we've talked about um, and this was a question we got at that spotify masterclass how do you never run out of things to talk about and i think this topic is so vast yeah. that as much as we can start just see this episode as starting a conversation mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and let us know in the comments on spotify or on youtube how you want us to go With the conversation and we can revisit it. So ask us questions, send us dilemmas, um, talk about things which you feel like haven't been introduced to the conversation yet, not just our conversation, but the internet, the virtual conversation that is happening around healing. Like what would you like people to touch on that hasn't really been touched Mm -hmm. on? Now I ain't saying we're gonna have the right answer.
1: We absolutely will. We won't. But But if you can bring someone, I was about to say, if there are people that you think would be interesting and you would like to hear from on yeah, this podcast yeah, yeah. please please let us know we are in the business of making sure that we platform some incredible voices here Absolutely. whether they are a sister or a brother uh-huh. yeah. but a well-to-do brother we don't want any Riff no raff. riffraff yeah that's exact word I was thinking no riff-raff, <laughs> riffraff no vagabonds I learned that in history in GCSE yeah. so I've never let that go <laughs> no riffraff no vagabonds no, nothing like that um but yeah Sisters, we are praying for you. We hope yeah. that those that are struggling with healing, going through this seasonal something, something that is in the air right now, we pray that you have the grace to be able to overcome Amen to and that. that you also make space, sufficient space for you to actually rest chill chill and overcome uh-huh. and we also pray that there are people around you if you don't know them or if it doesn't feel like it's evident to you who is going to you know rise up and support you i pray that they make themselves known to you in Amen. this next week um and that you have a support system around you to really um support you on this journey to for full sure. healing for sure, for sure for sure but that is a wrap from us we are wrapped like a caesar chicken sandwich and gotta get out of here <laughs> um you know one of the girls in south africa quite a few of them came up to me and said i'm funny and courtney you were I not gonna you know funny. i know you do but to hear it <laughs> from the folks that are listening in i'm like I may have been giving you guys 70. I'm going to give you 100% of that weirdness energy. So stay tuned. But until (laughs) is like... (laughs) No, I support it. I support it. Um sisters we love you dearly make sure that you continue to support this podcast this community the biggest girls community ever on all of our social media outlets so we've got the linkedin we've got the instagrams we've yeah. got everything at to my sister called everywhere come and give us and show us some love come and shake a little ass in the comments you know what i'm saying like respectful <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <Respectfully>. <laughs> and then come and follow my lovely best friend in the creme de la creme at cd barteng and of course come and follow me your weird and wonderful sister <laughs> we love
2: to see it. and sign up to the mailing list we send you weekly love notes announcements that sometimes they even make it onto the podcast For sure. this community is moving rapidly so please sign up to the mailing list so you never miss a beat you can sign up on our website to my and yeah, sisters, we hope that you have an amazing week. Fab week. We'll come back with tales of what happened in New York City. New York. Um <laughs> for real, shout out to Alicia <laughs> Keith. Uh yeah, we'll see you very soon. And as always, keep glowing and growing.